Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
Good evening and welcome to the Scoop Radio Show. This is Winfrey Burns, your co-host, and we are in for another uh, phenomenal show tonight. So I hope you guys are ready. <clears throat> We've got a lot to talk about, y'all, tonight. So thank you to everybody who's tuning in, whether you're tuning in by Facebook Live, whether you're tuning in online, or whether you're tuning in by phone. At any time during tonight's show, um, if you have a comment or a question, please give it to us. We're very interactive, so we want to hear from you. Um, you can always call in uh, and give us your thoughts. Uh, our call-in number is 929-477-2304, and then press the number one to let us know that you have a comment or a question. Again, that call-in number is 929-477-2304, and that will let us know that you have a question or a comment. Again, you don't have to call in to put your comment or your question. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, you can put it on there, or if you're following any posts on social media, uh, put your comments there as well. But we've got a great show tonight. Um, and, of course, before we get started, let me say what's up to my team, um, who does a phenomenal job of uh, of helping me out and of doing this show. So first let me say what's up to uh, the CEO of Kirby Kitten Clothing, Ms. Kels Johnson. What's up, Kels? Hey, what's going on? How How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm over here getting my getting my live popping. I got Matt Go on my live. I'm over here feeling good. Okay, I okay. The local celebrity, local legend on my live. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all know Tuesdays are always fun for me. Uh, I'm having a good hair day. You know, all is right in Kale's world right now, so I'm good. I'm ready to get this show on the road. Yeah, we yes. got a good, we got a, we got some good stuff to talk about. I saw that Scoop Nation. I saw the hot topic. Uh, this week and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's pretty fire, so that's going to be a very interesting uh, discussion. And then, of course, um, the tonight's topic. For those who don't know, we we're going to debrief or do our discussion about uh, the red. If you saw the red table um, conversation between Will and Jada Smith, we've got some, some conversation around that we're going to have tonight. Um, plus, later on in the second hour, we got Mother Maybelline. She's going to be giving us some of um, her wisdom, and then, of course, I've got news tonight. So uh, we've got a lot going on. But um, let me – so tonight's a pretty special show um, because uh, tonight is actually, for those who have not been seeing the post, tonight today is actually the 50th anniversary that, we, that we've been doing radio. And so um, that's pretty I – didn't, I didn't really even realize this. Um, but, yeah, this is five years for us. Uh, we've been – I think to those – yeah, it's been five years. Wow. Five years. Well, I mean, I've been a host the whole time, so I'm a, what, this is, what, year two for me? This is year two for me. But, yeah. Five years is a long time. Congrats, bro. Did the five-year anniversary take you out? Well, guess we're having technical difficulties in the satellite world, but we'll give it a few minutes. <laughs> I know, Matt, though, five years. I'm like, I can't. I didn't realize it had been that long. It's time flies when you're having fun. This is my second year. 
I think it's been two years. It might have been a year. No, I think in two years, yeah. Going on Sorry about years. Years. <laughs> oh, Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I almost hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. So what I was saying was when we started, it was just me by myself. And it was, um, we were, it was a show that was supposed to be talking about financial literacy. And so the very first show I did uh, in like, like today, I had like the worst um, technical difficulty. And so I literally had to take, do the first show in my car um, mm. For like forty, and it was me by myself in my car, just talking about how to improve your credit. And it was, I mean, of course the information was good because I gave it, but uh, it was like it was a, it was <laughs> terrible because nobody nobody listened. So like the first three or four weeks, nobody actually listened to the show at all, except for Michelle, <laughs> um, because nobody wanted to talk about credit and stuff like that. So. I got we got the idea um, to talk about marriage and money, and Candace wanted to do Candace Payne wanted to do a show, so I let her be my. I was like, well, come on, you could you know do it do it with me, and so we did. I think three or four shows together, and like people just started mm-hmm. listening, and people started calling in, and one of those shows, um, one of those shows, I actually no, the two out of the two three out of the I think maybe four shows me and Candace did. Three of them I actually did live from my local Denny's, and like <laughs> <laughs> so y'all got so let me give you so some context to this is when we started I was still going through my divorce, and so uh, in the process of that like I didn't have like very good internet so I was bootlegging somebody else's internet, and so it wouldn't work and so I was like I got to hurry up and figure out something so Denny I knew IHOP and Denny's had. Um, free internet, so I would go to the IHOP or the Denny's and use their internet and do my show from there. And the people started like the waitresses and the, the customers liked it, so they were like, "Well, can you come back and do it again next week?" So I did like two or three shows from IHOP and Denny's. It was pretty weird. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes me yeah. yeah, I know the grind. And then after the grind, yeah, and then after that. Candace got her own show, so that's when she starts the Woman Cave. Um, and then I went, and I'm like, I need a co-host. So that's when Isha came. So I went, and I got Isha. And then me and Isha did it for a while by herself, and that was cool. And then that's what I'm like, me and Isha are too serious. We need somebody that's got a little humor to them. So that's when, we, when I went and recruited Rashad. And so, like, yeah, so we just kind of grew. Now we got this, so we're no bride. And now I got you too. Yeah. Oh, I got you too. <laughs> and we still together. And we still yeah. together. I got the tip of my tongue. I was waiting. I was waiting to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. But I'm I'm grateful. Um, I, I I hope I tell you two this enough. I'm really grateful for you two. Um, and what you all bring. To, to this show So Yeah Five years in I think we got A whole lot more Growth ahead of us I think The sky is the limit And I tell you I'm looking forward To To the day I get to pick up The phone And be like Quit y'all jobs We going You know I look forward to that So I can't wait for that Okay <laughs> <laughs> Right there Right there 
You got your letter of resignation already ready. Bruh, don't do me. You know me. I, I'm, I'm ready. I am ready. Deep. Yes. He said letter, letter of resignation ready. Oh, yeah. I have a Google Doc. Wait. <laughs> it's called I Ain't Quit. Yes. <laughs> Holla at your girl on the flip is what that'll be. That's the best title. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's cool, man. It's been it's been it's, it's been good to see. So all right, let's real quick. Only a couple of news stories I got today um, is, of course, today is election day, um, and so we've been talking about people getting out to the polls and voting. Um, first, let me ask: Did both of you have you heard any? Either of you, excuse me, heard any uh, uh, tomfoolery going on with the election? I actually did this morning. I know there were two different um, voting uh, sites that had technical difficulties early this morning. So mm-hmm. the ballot machine went down. I know one, it was at a couple of the churches in the predominantly black churches. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, why did my live video end? And I didn't this. But anyway. Oh yeah, that was okay. that was weird. Um, yeah, that was what I heard this morning, but that it didn't happen at my place. I didn't hear any more. I heard it was two different places uh, that people talked about the ballot machine had went down. Um, mm-hmm. So I was waiting to hear if you know, waiting to see if I saw any more posts or heard anybody else talking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard. See, I heard. They just shut my mind down. They shut my mind down as soon as I started talking about the ballot. Conspiracy. Hater. Okay. Um, I actually voted in a new place this year. My my polling place changed this year, which was cool. I'm closer. And um, there wasn't any drama where we were. During the time I was there, I went after work. The lines moved pretty quickly. I was actually at a dual polling place. We had an Oklahoma County and a Dell City um, polling situation happening. We had one line going one way and one line going the other. And it actually went pretty smoothly. So um, I don't have any complaints. I did see earlier today, I was actually a little nervous because I did see a post where one of my um, friends, had changed their polling place just like I had this election cycle and they get there and they weren't mm-hmm. on the roll at all. And mm-hmm. um they had to fill out the provisional ballot and do, you know, all of the extra to get their their um vote to count. Although they had like a text confirmation that was sent out on yesterday confirming that they were supposed to be and all of that. So I thought, oh, I, I was nervous. I thought that was going to be my situation. And when the lady had to look on the, the pages two or three extra times to find me amongst all the Williams <laughs> in the mm-hmm. area, I was like, oh, lady, you better come on across the Willis real, real quick. I don't care if it's just one. I'm going to need you to find the Willis. So we uh, finally yeah. got it. There wasn't, it wasn't any drama, but I was worried about that after seeing someone with a similar experience, similar timeline as mine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. I saw um, there was some issues in Detroit um, that they talked about some broken machines. I saw that. 
and then I saw um, I saw some happening in Atlanta. They were uh, saying that there was there was a, uh, a place in, in a very uh, Af- heavily African American populated area where their machines broke, and it was like a four hour wait for people to vote. So, oh wow, those are yeah. So those are, those are the only things I I saw, um, and of course you know we're watching of course of the uh, of the races Atlanta of course not Atlanta but the two governor uh, gubernatorial race in uh, Georgia and uh, Florida we're definitely paying attention to um, and just yeah. looking at the current results right now it looks like um, Andrew Gilliam in Florida is losing um, he's losing. Yeah, so currently it looks like he's losing. What'd you say? It's pretty close, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's or like it no 49, longer? To 40, 49 to 46. Mm. Or 40, excuse me, 49.7 to 49.6. So, but supposedly these are the communities that were supposed to lean more towards Gilliam. Gilliam, excuse me. So, we'll see. We'll definitely see. And then in Georgia, where Stacey Abrams is running for um, governor right now, she's losing mm-hmm, 62 to 36, 62% to 36%. So, yeah, we will see. But, you know, there's also they've got right now where um, there's a the Republican governor candidate is actually also the secretary of state, and they're saying that he's already filed a lawsuit Against Stacey A, excuse me, the Democratic Party um, type of mismanagement or something. So, yeah, um, yeah. So he's seeking to block her from overseeing election results. Is what it's saying. Yeah, I thought a little bit. No, yeah, I'm sorry. She's suing him, so he can't because he already sued her for something else. So kind of weird. But they got a lot going on down there. And then, of course, in look, looking at Texas, you know, we're looking at uh, uh, Beto versus uh, Mr. Beto O'Rourke versus Ted Cruz. And right now it looks like Ted Cruz has a slight lead in that race, too. So, but that's of an, as, of, as of an hour ago. Um, actually, I take that back. As of an hour ago, Beto has a – he's at 49.7, Cruz is at 49.6. So, We'll see. That's, like I said, that's an hour ago, so I don't have to see any, anything else more up to date. We're gonna keep an eye on it because it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, yeah. With these with these results, and we'll see. We're definitely gonna see. Uh, what else we got? The news tonight. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, that's and all that we got tonight. That. So, yeah, that's it tonight. That's it. We're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna keep it moving. Uh, so, yeah. So tonight's news, of course, is uh, we're gonna we'll definitely check back in a little later to see how how the results are going. Um, we want to stay in the know and keep you guys in the know. But tonight's news. Oh, let me do this now too, since I got five. Since I got a minute here, Kels, let me do this. Um, <laughs> save me some time later on. Um, for those yeah. who don't know, I've been getting lately a lot, a couple of questions about the the conference. 
Um, so we are hosting a conference um, August of next year called the Level Up Conference, and the Level Up Conference is going to be August 9th, 10th, and 11th in Chicago, where we're going to be talking about faith, family, and finance. So we have uh, right now um, the opportunity for people who want to register to pay an installment that need to go to the website um, and do that while that, that option is still available. Um Choose between either our VIP package and our general admission package. But food is included. It does not include your hotel room, but it does include all of your food, access to um, to everything else at the conference. So um, definitely go to the conference. Kels is going to be doing a class. Q is going to be doing a class. Um, I'm going to talk somewhere in there. And it's going to be a really good time. It's going to have a really good time. So um, I appreciate um yeah. Okay, that was my sales pitch. I'll have to do it again later. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So tonight, yeah. So we're gonna move on because we're gonna so we can use more time for this topic. So our first song for tonight <laughs> is called "Marvelous" by Youngster. This is name, um, and after this, we are going to get into our Scoop Nation Hot Topic with Kells. Um, again, the first song tonight is Marvelous, and the, uh, the um, well, my one's like, by Youngster. We'll be right back after this song and get into our Hot Topic. Smoked him at the party cause he shined too bright 
understand He was just a little youngster Caught up in the fast lane Trying to make a cash rain Cause that was all that he knew Everybody else with it So we doing it too He was just a little youngster Caught up in the fast lane Trying to make the cash rain Cause that was all that he knew Did his best to make it do what it do Do what it do Unprofessional and how they decided to 
do this. Um, I look at these things. I, I was very interested in how people responded to this because I wondered if the the flip were to happen without any action being taken, actual, like, hateful or an act. My, that was my whole issue. I'll, I'll cut to it. My whole issue was they released her from her contract based on an assumption that she supported something hateful or was doing something hateful. So, therefore, she no longer should have the job because she was with the political affiliation. She posted the Make America Great Again hat, and she was at the Republican conventions or fundraisers. So the way it seems, like, the modeling agency had an issue with that, and that is the reason why they ended her contract. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that – I said I'm interested in seeing the contract. And I would have an attorney review the hell out of it because because you don't agree with my political affiliation does not mean I should not be able to make my living. It's pretty much how I felt that about that. I can disagree with her all day, but until she does something that steps outside of the realm of personal choice and doing what she has the right to do, um, disrespecting a brand, was she talking crazy, was she ranting and raving at people, the things that other people have lost their jobs for, does she just simply believe something differently than the people who run that agency? So I felt mm-hmm. that that was really uh, petty to use their professional place to, you know, we're going to release you from your contract under the assumption that she believes hateful rhetoric or whatever. Um, and I thought it was very interesting that we, the oppressed people, um, were so quick to say, well, yo bad, shouldn't have posted with that, yo bad, and compared it to all kinds of things that, in my opinion, were not comparable to this particular situation. So I'm not, I don't agree with her stance, but I don't think she should be fired because of it. She didn't take any act against any person or any situation. She just believes differently than the people who run her agency. I don't think she should be fired for that. I wouldn't want to be fired for believing differently than my employer. Like I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be fired for that. And if that contract did not say specifically political affiliations, we would have a problem. <laughs> we but would have a problem. But just to, so I won't forget the question. Just think about like where you work now, and we can, you know, of course, keep it anonymous. Um, is isn't there a policy that says no, no politics in the workplace? Yeah, but she was she on a modeling job? That's what I asked. Like, was she there representing the but agency? But if if you to me, if when you're a model, if you're you're selling your look, that's a whole it's a whole other realm. So if you're caught in a like, if I to me, if I was in her position, just just being trying to be objective, it was me. Because I know I wouldn't want to be fired, but if I was in her position, I honestly I probably wouldn't have gone. Or if I did, I probably wouldn't have been in the in the forefront of the photo. If I know photos is how I make my living, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been in the forefront of that. Because just thinking about the last place that I worked for ITT, we had several clauses. We had no, we had a we couldn't talk about politics in the workplace, but we also had a no. Uh, oh my God, I'm trying to think of the right word. We couldn't fraternize at all with any kind of students. And, you know, these were adults. It wasn't like they were, you know, these were most of the time non-traditional, older adults. We couldn't fraternize. So if we if we walked into a restaurant and there were students there, we were supposed to leave. Hmm. So, I mean, so just thinking about just depending on 
I agree, you know, look at the contract, but to companies that hire you have a right. Uh, it may not be always the best way, but they have a right if they put it in a contract that they want you to be a certain way. That's their right. Well, what you think, Wynn? I I don't know. I, I didn't read it. I don't. I don't. I didn't comment on on in, in the group. So my honest my opinion is I don't. I don't like that. Um, from what I saw, she didn't. She just went to the event. She didn't say anything. You know, it's, I don't. I don't think that she should have necessarily been fired for going to the event. Um, now, if she was, um, you know, if she was on, you know, uh, on her social media being hateful or being racist or something like that, then that's 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 different. But for going to an event and having a different political party affiliation than than your agency, I don't I don't think she should have been fired for that. I think we're I think that, forcing us to put a lot of out. We're forcing our peers to believe how we believe without any deviation. And when we have a little bit of clout, we're exercising that and alienating those who believe differently without reason. And it's just that kind of just is interesting to me how quickly we are because it's what we've chosen to be on the, you know, it's, that's the other side. So we're not going to rock with them. So anyone on that side is now canceled. You know, it just, that was, it, I'm thinking, so next week if we flip up, are we all canceled if we're on the wrong side of that? We're not giving the, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I think no, I was I, more intrigued as public response to this than the modeling agency. Well, I don't, I'm not surprised, yeah, and I, I'm not surprised that, that, that people responded that way. I, I'm not surprised by that just because you're dealing with when you're dealing with the uh, the group of people, or mostly people, a lot of people who don't like the current administration, then to see somebody um, who, who agreed with the current administration decide, you know, get in trouble, that's that's fine, you know, especially when yeah. you feel like a lot of that anger and hate that's coming from him is at you. So to see some, you know, it's the same thing we did, you know, that we did with um, Chrisette Michelle. It's the same thing we did with, you know, Kanye. See, yeah. you know, all the people who who came out for him. So that that part doesn't surprise me. I think what That's what concerns me is is the fact that in this instance, she just she went, which was, you know, her her right. If she's a Republican, that's her right. Um, whether I agree or disagree is is a totally different. You know, that's different, but that doesn't necessarily mean she should be fired from her job for that. Right, but what, I guess what I, to me, being in the fashion industry and working with models, if I'm paying somebody to represent Curvy Kitten, oh, yeah, you you have on a Make America Great Again hat. And I know the, where the root of Make, well, what that means, and we've, and we've all learned what that where that comes from is that it has affiliation with the KKK. I'm not going to stand for it. Well, you're a model that you, you're selling yourself, so you can't. Have you told me? Have you told? Have you told your models? Have you what? Have you told your models for Curvy Kitten what they mm-hmm. can and cannot stand for? Like what? No, what, because what, my, well, what? because my models aren't on my models aren't on a contract, so I can't. I can't ask it of them right now because they're not on a contract. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking about because I since I've had to sign two, um, you know, I have a morality contract that I'm in now, and then a, you know, at the last job it was like a a, a code of uh, conduct that I mm-hmm. just, I mean, private companies that's just what they do. But I'm just thinking about if I was a if I had an agency. I can see where they're coming from as far as when you're a model. I mean, it's different for me uh, just working for the agency versus that, that they're buying my brand. Like you're Tyra Banks is Tyra Banks, whether she's at McDonald's or she's on the runway. You know what I mean? So you have a different commitment as a model. But I want to go. I want to get to the post to kind of read and just read some comments that people have on the post, and then we'll we'll come back to you guys. So let's see. Um, one person says, uh, it's their agency. They can do what they want. There's probably something in the fine print. Um, old girl can go find another agency. Um, one person says she should go straight to the NAACP. Which, yeah. They're not going to help them. They're not going to help them. <laughs> they're not, not going to help her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So 
I mean, we've all said our views. What what could have been done? What would have could have been done differently besides firing her? Or do you think what a person does outside of their workspace, outside of their workspace, and not on the clock, should be totally separate? They could have just had a conversation. Instead of texting her yeah. with the assumption, they could have called her and asked her, what was going on? How yeah. deep are you with this? Is this something your brand, you would better ever know her name is, is this what you, the direction you want your brand to go in? Then we may need to have some conversations about the direction that your contract yeah. is. But they assumed a lot and took action really quickly. And from a, from a business perspective, I thought that was real uh, emotional. It was really emotional, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, listen, I, was a, I would question whether or not it was real because yeah, I, I question whether or not it was real with the number of with with just the the and this is coming from someone who makes numerous mistakes on his <laughs> when he's posting on social media. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna send one of y'all a letter saying that you you are released from duty, I'm gonna at least have somebody else take a look at it real quick to make sure that that it doesn't look like my five my six year old wrote it. So it was pretty bad, but at the same time, I think like I said, I, I think I agree. I would have had a conversation again. I still am of the of the mindset that in in a in a country that's supposed to have a level of freedom of speech, unless it, something is blatantly disrespectful, where then I, I'm not firing you for it. I think wearing the hat to me does not mean that you agree with some of the things that he says. No more, you know. So I don't, you know, I don't, I, I don't think that that's necessarily something I'm going to automatically just let somebody go because they have a different political um, political view than me. Yeah. I mean, I would try to be very objective, but, you know, we, I mean, especially in Oklahoma, we're, it's an at-will state. So, I mean, any private company can technically fire you at will. Yeah. Unless there's, you know, there's some kind of discriminatory action that you can prove. So I think I had mentioned that cute amazing when we were kind of going back, you know, just kind of discussing it. Um, mm-hmm. That it would have to be another model with the same type of contract that didn't get fired for like the EELC or somebody like that to pick it up. But um, you know, private companies, especially private profit, has a lot of leeway in being able to dismiss our, you know, they're in a contract unless you just have a really good contract that you, you know, read all the really good. And I'm just wondering, after looking at that text message. Right. How good this country was. Yeah. I'm wondering if someone willing to release you via text has thought about including political affiliations in the fine print of their contract. Right. (laughs) I'm really wondering if that's a high priority on their contract list. You know, just just wondering. That's why I say an attorney would be absolutely reviewing that that document. Yeah. 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 I and I I just I think we're. I'm not, so here's my here's my here's my struggle, and where I, where I look at this also is so uh, a I don't say a good friend, but an associate of mine um, thinks, and other people who I know as well think that mm-hmm. say things like if you are a Christian, then you are uh, you are supposed to vote for the candidate 
<clears throat> that does not support um, that that is pro that is not pro choice. So you're supposed to pick the person that's pro life if you're a Christian, and if you don't do that, you're not a Christian, and you you know you seen this a heathen. And so mm-hmm. I look at it as first of all, just because a person I don't agree with that. I don't agree that just because a person votes for somebody who is pro choice that that automatically means that they are a heathen or that they don't support quote Christian value. You know, I don't I don't believe that. And so yeah. I look at mm-hmm. this in a similar way to say that there are more than there are multiple reasons why a person can like a candidate. For all I know, she likes she likes Trump because uh she thinks that he is you know, good for the economy. Again, I'm not agreeing with her. I'm saying that this could be her, her thought process. She might think that I like. I think he's good for government. I think he's good for excuse me for um um for 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 the economy. You know, she could think that and not agree with some of what I would consider some of his more hateful um uh, rhetoric and, and opinions. But that doesn't, again, I don't think that we should just automatically say, well, you wear a hat, this is how you think. Or if you think, if you're this, you should automatically think like that. I think people should have that space to do that, to think and okay, to have wow. opinions. And for us to be able to tell them they're ridiculously wrong if they are and be okay with that. Okay, so I have a question. If you had on a hat that said the N word, Would that, I mean, would that constitute being fired from your job? Uh, well, I have my own company. So, uh, but if I work for a company, that would that mean that I should get fired if I call somebody that? Or if I wear that hat? No, I'm saying if you had on a hat that said, hashtag ninja, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if anybody wore a hat like that, I would you think they should be, I mean, would that be grounds for termination? If they're wearing it outside of their job? No, no, I think it's, yeah. but I think it's definitely grounds that they see me to get they, you know, to get these hands. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't catch these hands, but I mean, I'm not just a, I do think 
that again that you as an adult we should use some some wisdom and understand that if we are in sales and we know that mm-hmm. this is what our customer base looks like that we might not want to wear. Like if you know, for example, like in your case, that your um, your 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 market uh, is plus size women with curvy kittens, you putting on a shirt that demeans plus size women is not good for business. Yeah. So yeah, I, I look at it more like that than more so than you should be fired because you, you right. chose to wear something like. That. And maybe, I think that, like said, maybe, maybe being canceling the contract was a little harsh. Maybe there there should have been a conversation. But I guess what I don't understand is why we're letting the Make America Great Again, and this is going off into a rabbit hole, so it's hot topic. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> going to the rabbit hole. Why, why we're not as uh, – as angry about the whole phrase of make America great again as we should be. When we know, we have, it's been uncovered, it's been a documentary that the KKK used to greet, you know, they got off the phone saying that. Make I America great we, again. I thought we were, no. I thought we so, were pretty angry yeah. about her hat. Well, we ain't angry about her wearing that hat. I mean, again, I think so she's that's what I'm saying. To me, it, but I'm just I saying, can see why people. I, yeah, I'm just saying I can see why why a company would be angry. I don't. I mean, we were talking about that. We don't know if this is really a serious, you know, <laughs> as we think it is. <laughs> but I just feel I just feel like some people let that fly. Like, oh, that's free speech. Yeah, but if if a Caucasian person walked in my office with a get up on a hashtag MAGA hashtag Make America Great Again and and, and walked in front of me with that. I would take that as a as personal offense. So I wouldn't if I was if somebody was supposed to be branding for me and themselves, I would not want any affiliation with that. Mm-hmm. Period. So let me okay. So let me let me let me pose it to you this way because I think even I think that some people don't don't I don't know whether to say no or whatever you know don't know or understand that connotation. So. And I'll use mm-hmm. Kanye. In his mind, he didn't equate that hat with the the Klan. He took that as he equated he he equated that with you know freedom, free speech, whatever, whatever. If that's what because there was no conversation had, we don't know what that young lady knew or did not know. So we don't know if in her mind. She just thought it was she. She thought making America great meant bringing more jobs to America. Like we don't know, we don't we don't have that. And so I think that's what I think the step of having the discussion, and then and again, if she disagrees with it, at that point we could you know do do what you know you do at that point. But like I, I just don't. I'm, I don't think that. I just think that that we got to stop trying to make people agree. I think that when you're in power, to force somebody to think the way you think does not really put them in a position to to change. Like, they'll conform to keep their job, but you're not really affecting any change to their life except for the fact that they're going to call you or whatever they're going to call you or say what they're going to say about you behind your back. Like, you're not changing them. 
Right. And not I don't, Yeah, I understand that. I guess because I'm I'm not I don't know, I'm not on the I'm I'm not on the um on the bandwagon to say this person has to change their mind. But to me, I feel like people make it kind of we're we don't we don't get as angry over over that slogan as we do the N word or um, the C word or different things like that because it's out there. Like I think I don't even think it should be used. You wouldn't have a you wouldn't mm-hmm. have a politician walking around saying, "Hey, my ninjas, mm-hmm. <laughs> vote for me." You know what I mean? Like so, whether. Your interpretation is different, or not because you know we some some of us think we've taken that word back, and it's not bad anymore. But I still wouldn't want to see, uh, you know, a, a black politician out there using it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just think that it's serious enough that if you know we've seen celebrities use these, they they've been losing, they've used these words, and they they've called people monkeys, and they you know made these. Uh, brash or what do you call it? Harsh uh, mm-hmm. comments, and they've lost. And they've lost their contract. <laughs> you know, yes. I remember sure it was in the country that says Roseanne Barr. You can't call a black woman a monkey. I'm sure that wasn't in her contract. Mm-hmm. But when she said it, they were like, "Okay, bye bye." <laughs> like, no, we cannot mm-hmm. have you work for us. So I mean, I feel sorry for and each of these examples, when in pre in the past, when someone has lost their job or they've been drugged or one of those things, there's been an action that's taken place that was direct that you've gone out of your way to speak about, cause harm, whether it be verbal or physical or whatever, because you did not agree with whatever or you felt a certain mm-hmm. way. You took an action towards someone in a negative spot that showed a negative light for that company, therefore you are fired. But if, like, I work for a very controversial controversial industry, and some of the comments that we, some of the stories that we've had on this show, some of the comments that we've made, some of the threads that have been shared, some of the things that we, you know, could be considered controversial, but I don't Speaking those words, you know, I'm not at work when I do those things. I never mention the company that I work for. I'm not representing that company. But I, And, again, I agree there has to be a level of wisdom taken, but we have to discern emotions from action, how we feel about a thing from the, you know, and, and what is actually happening. Because it sounds good because this is our stance right now. Right now, make America great again is the thing. But if the social tide changes like it has in the past, even like that's why we feel so validated in saying this is what they've done to us, it's now their turn. If that turns again and now all of a sudden the soapbox and the stances that we are so solid in become the thing that gets you fired, are we going to be just as, as gung-ho about because we all feel this way doesn't work now, you no longer get to live? 
that was the whole thing about this that blew my mind, that we're so quick to remove someone's livelihood because they think differently than we do, even from a business perspective. You know what I'm saying? I know for sure that I disagree with a lot of what my leadership might think within the job that I work at, but as long as I come, I do my job, and I show up in the capacity that you're paying me for, within the, within the realm that you're paying me for, I should still be able to come here and make my money. So I just, that, I think, you know, the at will or not, all those things can come into play. Yes, they are valid. But I just really think about where are we and are we really thinking about this from the full spectrum of that? If if it did reverse, how would we react to that? How, with no action being taken, for just thinking differently than someone else? Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess to me, if you're, to me, it's her position. It's her position. If it was a, a young, if it wasn't a model, maybe if she was a minister, that that could have the you know the same kind of uh, higher level responsibility versus if she worked at Walmart. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. it's just different in the fashion industry. I mean, you keep in the fashion industry just like celebrities in the you know in their industries. It's a a different level of responsibility that, because you're in the public eye now. We probably wouldn't have never even heard about this girl <laughs> if mm-hmm. if it is true, and if it has you know it has went viral. Um, we may not have known about her, but you know maybe she's um, maybe she has a local celebrity or she has enough following that that image, you know what I mean, could damage who she's working for. So. I don't know. I, guess I just see it from both ways. I wouldn't want anybody to lose their job, especially, you know, a young person. I, I mean, it, I, I really don't like to see young people, be, to you know, get torn down over their mm. beliefs. But you have to, you just have to know what you can and can't do in the, in the industry that you work in, in your profession that you commit to. So I think that's my, my, my whole thing. I agree with She's that. got enough to now. I think we've made it. We've created her own brand niche now. She will be picked up by the other side, and they will put it in her contract that there will be no back to my roof type promotions for you. You're ours now, <laughs> and because and because we gave her so quickly because of that, that will be what she'll have to do now. Like you know, you know what I mean? Because that is how the modeling industry works. And so, oh, she's got followers now. She's got hella supporters yeah. now. They will. She will never be back on this side, <laughs> like ever. But had we come out against them, be like, really? This is what we're doing to our queens. This is what we're doing to our sisters for thinking. You know what I mean? And maybe push back at the inability to think differently. That could have been different for her. We don't know what her brand was trying to do until um, they told I don't her. Know. Her brand was trying to do. Yeah. I don't I know. Like, she might. She might be face. She might be face I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, like, got it back to my roots. Don't know. I'm not. It's yeah. not screaming back to my roots. Nah. <laughs> nah. I know. Back to my roots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I think it's. Um, I mean, it's conversations like these that will, you know, make people, if nothing else, just think about. If you are going that route, if you are going to be a professional model or a person that's in the public eye, well, you know, if we may have people that's trying to be politicians or run for office. All of that, I mean, you just 
social media, everything is recorded. You have to just be mindful of what you do. Like I say all the time, I'm mindful of what I mm-hmm. what I do, even if it makes yeah. me uncomfortable. You know how much stuff I want I want to do, and I can't. Mm-hmm. And I can't, and I bite the bullet, and I don't. So I guess that's why I'm kind of nonchalant about it, because I'm like, I, you know, I know the consequences, so I don't know. But, again, if she doesn't know, that is kind of unfair. So we'll, uh, we'll uh, y'all have any other comments before we, we move on? Nah, I don't have any, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't, don't put yourself in position. Don't put yourself in position to get them hands. Right, man. I wouldn't even known about it. You know what I mean? So, I appreciate I appreciate uh, Jermaine for sharing that because I wouldn't have never even known about the story. But oh, it's yeah. time for some more music. Um, that has been our hot topic, and we will be getting into our main topic about the red table talk right after this song, and it is called Finisher. By Jesus, and I hope I pronounced that right.
All right, all right. That was uh, Finisher by Jazang. When did I mess that up? I think I messed that up. I'm thinking I did. You said it right. You said it right. All right, good deal. All right, I like that song. It's real real chill, real sweet and calm and cool. Get us real zen as we slide on into this Red Table Talk conversation. Um, so for those of you who don't know, my segment is always brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is always our specialty. You can get your all-natural hair and skin products at elegancebydesign.com. That's Elegance by Design. Design is spelled with a Z, and you can get all of your goodies there. Um, all right, so you all know that we have been following Red Table Talk since its um, inception. We are fans, and this most recent, um, her most recent episode where she and Will, her husband, were able to dive into and let us kind of behind the curtain of their relationship. And um, they got kind of deep, and they revealed some things to us as far as how they began their relationship, how they did not always see eye to eye. They have not always been this zen-appearing couple <laughs> that we get now. Um, in a lot of ways, they proved to us how normal they really are and how they deal with the same stuff that we dealt with, but just with a lot more money. Uh, <laughs> and how money doesn't, money doesn't always cover the core of a person. And when all the money is spent or when it's sitting in the bank, it doesn't matter, you still have catered to the core of who you are. And that's kind of what I got from these conversations between the two of them. Um, they came into the relationship with ideals of what marriage was or wasn't, and they tried their damnedest to make the other person fit within that space whether it be through resistance, which I think Jada did. She was anti-marriage. She was anti-titles, um, and she wanted to be free. Her life was like farm living, doing her thing, put loose, fancy free. And Will, because he came up with the complete opposite of um, what we appear, what we feel is the family, he had an ideal of what his family should look like. He wanted it to be, you know, the Cosby-type situation, the Fresh Prince-type situation. He wanted the appearance of success for the people, and Jada was not here for that. <laughs> and at one point, they collided, and it almost ended them, but because they had a different ideal of what forever looked like, they came through. So that's kind of my nutshell of what I got from uh, part one and part two of the the Red Table Talk, but we all know there have been all kinds of conversations circling around what the people think <laughs> about what happened with uh, this year Red Table Talk. So that's my thoughts on that. I'm going to go to Kels first. I'm going to return the favor and see what Kels <laughs> thinks about uh, <laughs> the Red Table Talk. What, what were your takes? This? How did you how you think about the A genuinely good person, um, at least from what we know, you know, what they share with us. Uh, you know, Jada, she all right. No, I'm, I'm playing. I love Jada, too. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was I, my first initial thought was I wonder how how most women would take that. I mean, obviously, you know, they had had conversation before, according to you know, so there was some familiarity there. But she, in essence, in that decision, deferred her dream for him. And not to say that women now don't do that, because that's not at all what I'm saying. But I think what I'm saying now is 25 years later or now, the shift, there's more of a shift where uh, women aren't willing to do that in some aspects. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I wonder how some women would respond to that. She had just bought the farm of her dream. She had just, you know, decided that she didn't want to be in Hollywood anymore. He called her and said that, and she up and moved, never to return back to the farm of her dreams. Um, and I just wonder how, if that's something that I'm sure there will you know, be like some will say yes and some will say no. But overall, the culture of where we are now, it doesn't seem like that's, that. That seems like now it will be like, well, hold on, let's talk about this. You know, we, yeah. need, we need to have a discussion. I need to, you know, say how I feel and what about this and who you work for. And how, you know what I mean? Like there's more of a, a discussion than just a, okay, cool, let's go. Mm-hmm. That's that's the first thing I thought, um, and then I thought about. Um, well, let me stop. So, to you were mm hmm uh huh at me. What, what's your what, what's your go ahead? What's what's your thoughts? Um, I you're right. In this day and age, I don't think a woman, the average woman, is going to be so willing to be like okay. And she even commented that she realizes how silly that was of her to ask no mm-hmm. questions when mm-hmm. he told her this is what you're getting ready to do. Um, I think mm-hmm. a, like experience has taught her how silly that was. But mm-hmm. when we're little girls and growing up, like we want nothing more than some man to come and say, you're mine. I'm going to take you into this life and we're going to build this and I just want nothing more than you to be with me and we're going to go off as like, that's the white, the knight in shining armor. And Will was like that guy then. So you don't tell Will mm-hmm. no, you don't be with him. Like what? Right. You, know, you know, so she, mm-hmm. I think in this day and age, it would not have mattered as much. But if we get a Will-like guy roll up on you right now and say, this is getting ready to be your life, initially you're going to say, okay. I don't see you women without the guy in the ear saying this is your life will say all day, no, I'm not going. I got questions until he says pack your stuff and the, the ticket that's the okay. and a whole other yeah. thing. Yeah. Kelsey, yeah. would you agree with that? Yeah, I was yeah, I was sitting here thinking honestly, I mean, first of all, yeah, any Will like or Will Smith person, I don't think anybody would have a second thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Rihanna calling okay. at you, like, I'm gone. Right. I'm gone. Yes. Yes. You said Rihanna? Yeah. <laughs> but if, if, if the, you know, the person next door came by and was like, I'm about to whisk you well, I'd be like, what? Yeah. Do you, do you, we live in the same spot. Where are you about to take me to? You know
But I think, I also think it was, I like the fact that you brought up or reminded us that they had had conversations before. You remember they, did they, didn't they like talk all night or they had some, like they had yeah. a connection too. Yep. So, you know, when like he scrolled down and was like, oh, I'm going to pick Jada. You know, they had, a, they had a few conversations. They had a connection. They just weren't available at the, at the, at that time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, if you have a strong connection with somebody, even in today's age, I think um, that people are looking for love. So, yeah, love will trump a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. That good feeling. So let me, okay. So let me, let me, um, especially in that, and I thought, I thought what was interesting about that was, was the fact that he had done that, um, and maybe she didn't know it doesn't say it, but just the fact that he had just gotten out of a marriage and did that, and so I don't know if she knew that or not or what, but to me it was just like, man, that was, again, salute, salute, you know, that, that he did it and it worked out great. But I just, yeah. I just when I saw it, I'm like, if the, I hope the average dude don't try to do that because I could just foresee that not going well for, for most guys. No, it wasn't. you're right. That's an accurate assumption, bro. Very accurate. Don't suggest that to any other crew. That's not the move to make. No. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty important, and I can't do that. So um, I don't think that that's, <laughs> that's necessarily something that should be doing. So let me, let me ask you two this question. Here's another question I have, I have for you two. Let, what were your thoughts about hearing a man say, that he knew from as early as he can remember, about the age of five, that he wanted a family. Because usually that's what we hear from women. So how did it feel to hear a man admit that that, that early in his childhood he wanted to, he wanted to, he knew he wanted to be a family, or he wanted a family? Excuse me. Kelsey, you go first. Um, I didn't really. I don't know. I didn't really focus on that a whole lot because I felt like Will has one of those personalities that he's very sensitive without being, I don't know, without being weak or mm-hmm. like I could believe that's probably what he wanted. Like he just seemed like the sensitive type that probably thought like that. So I didn't think of it as strange. Now I can't picture a lot of other men thinking like that. But mm-hmm. just from following him over the years and his conversation and his interviews and things like that, like it, it didn't feel strange coming from him. But I guess objectively, that's not something that 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 you hear a little boy say, you know, say. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> this this didn't surprise me at all. I, my son is this way. Adrian is this way. Um, I think I've told y'all this before, but as long as Adrian has been able to express himself, he has told us he wants nothing more than, well, he wants more. But, like, for him, success is having a wife and a family and taking care of them and being there for the kids and doing, you know, like, my son wants to be a husband. A family is absolutely a goal of his and has been since mm-hmm. long before folks know that that was a goal for someone to the point where now that he's a teenager, I've had to tell him, uh, chill the hell out. Like, 
Every girlfriend is going to be forever. Because he's like, my, at 15, his relationships have been like eight months, ten months. He's had longer relationships and, like, has done the stuff to sustain them <laughs> as a teenager than some adult mm-hmm. relationships that I've seen, to the point where I've had to tell him, like, with my serious mom voice, like, nah, bro, chill out. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you've got time to get to this point. So I believe that there are some men that are just, there are some people that are just wired for companionship and building mm-hmm. family and, and doing I was that way. I've always known I wanted to be a wife and a mom. I was married at 20 years old. You know what I mean? Like, I've always mm-hmm. known that that was something that I wanted to do. So, no, it didn't, it didn't really shock me that much to know that this is what he said he wanted to do. Well, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't think – I mean, I know it happens, but I was thinking, like, in the circle of men that I know, I don't think that's something that is men that we – that at least the ones that I know. I don't think I've ever had or ever in, you know, I knew in, like, high school I wanted to be married, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't like I wanted to be married then. Like, it was, you know what I mean? That wasn't a thought in my, it was, I want to have fun. I want to play sports. I want to, you know, of course, obviously you want to have sex. But you the thought of getting married, of being married, <laughs> is just not, yeah. I wonder if that's different because you were kind of in a bigger city, too. Maybe. Because here, like in Jackson, I don't know, have you experienced that? Because here, I think marriage happens younger. There are some folks who want to sow those oats, but there are lots of folks who get married early here, like that settle down pretty early where around where we are. There's not a whole lot to do here <laughs> other than find some food and settle down and make some <laughs> Will, I have a quick comment. Um, Will says, his personal opinion is he is a gener- and he his personal opinion is he is Generation X. I believe most men born from 1966 to 1976 will feel that way. They will want a family. So he's thinking the age ranges that will came up. That was just like what they were meant to be. I could see that. Yeah, okay. yeah. it's just again that that's me. Um, oh, time's going by. Okay, so let me let me keep going. We got five more minutes left. So, so what, what were y'all other thoughts? Go ahead, tell me y'all other thoughts real quick because we only got like five minutes left. Man, that's a whole lot to talk about. Right, Kels, go ahead. I'm gonna let you. Been... Uh, um, I guess my other thoughts was just the. Uh, I feel like they did a good job of dealing with their struggles so good that, that one Willow didn't know and her mom. Some stuff that you know that, that they were shocked about that they really didn't know or didn't remember, and I thought that was me. Yeah. I also uh, thought that um, the not cursing or raising their voices at each other. I was like, oh my gosh! I, you know, I wasn't raised in a house like my parents. <laughs> I don't remember my parents. I think I remember my parents raising their voices at each other one time. But just to hear somebody say that, like, I never even thought about it. But to hear somebody mm-hmm. say that they took an effort in doing that, uh, that was that was admirable to me. Because I know that takes a lot. I'm like, I don't even know if I can. Oh, gosh. That's, you really have to be in control of your emotions to do that. So I thought that was really admirable. That was something that I would probably keep in mind if I ever um you know, get into a, a serious relationship like that, is that I thought that was really neat and that probably 
saved a lot of situations by them sticking to that rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that they were very dope for exposing how the core of they they showed their toxic stuff and how even when you've got some stuff you're not broken but you've got to be willing to own that and you can still heal and become who you are with the person that you're saying you're going to do forever with. I think they are the most beautiful example of allowing your spouse to still maintain an individual, even though it didn't start that way. Um, you, They found the ability to say, I love you for who you are, as you are, and while you figure that thing out on both accounts. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's, like, really dope. I, that's gold. You know what I mean? That's that's <clears throat> Yeah, I, I thought I thought a lot of good things. I have some questions. Y'all know I have some questions. When she when he mm-hmm. said, you know, when my man said made the statement that she could do anything she wants and I'm still gonna love her, I was like, um, no, nah, I can't I can't go with you there. Um, no, I can't. You can't do. You can't do anything you want. And I'm a, no. He's like, and he thought that's just that we found out what. What uncondition? I have conditions apparently because I'm. There's just some things I just. I, I'm not there yet, and so I had questions about when they say that. Where are there any real boundaries? Like again, like when we talked about this before, I wondered, are you real? Would you really be okay if your spouse saying it would make me happy? If I had another boy, if I had got a boyfriend, or if I got a girlfriend, or like stuff like that, like would that be okay? Um, would that be okay? Would it be okay with you know? Would that be okay? Would that still you know? I want to spend more time, start spending time with like does that? Because to me, that would affect even the friendship part of the relationship. So I had questions about that. Um, I had questions about. Um, I actually, I had questions about how, um, how how Jada like she seems like she's comfortable, but mm-hmm. like just kind of what that looks, what comfortable looks like, because she really to me it looked like she was more she's more of a homebody, she's more of a I just want to be around family mm-hmm. type person. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, how does Will how does Will respond to that? Not respond to it, but how does he feel being a person who likes to be out? Does it bother you when you have to go out by yourself because she doesn't want to go or stuff like that? So I just, you know, those are the type of questions that that I had watching. Um, yeah, yeah. But I thought the things I thought were really good. I identified when he made the statement, um, a couple of statements about um, I can only. We talked about excelling for, you know, needing a woman to excel to a certain level. Yeah. Um, I, I identified with that. I understood what he meant by that. Um, Lots of men. I, Lots of men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I identified when he made the statement um, um, that I and, and this is something that's hard to, to say, but 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 I agree when he made the he said the one thing I appreciate about you he said it's your absolute refusal to accept anything from me but the best I could possibly be. Listen, ladies, if there is mm-hmm. anything I could ever say, if 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 you can do that, if you can be a per a man's friend and do that, you yeah. will. Be his soft spot and demand the best. You will be you winning. Um, yep. You're winning. So 
And then I, 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 when he made the state, the part that probably really hit home with me was the statement. Um, he said, well, I realized that I was using, I built the house um, as an ego cover for me. He said that she was sacrificing herself to fit my picture, and I felt that mm-hmm. money and winning made a good relationship. I was like, Lord Jesus, I've been there, done that. I know how that feels. <laughs> I've, done, I've, done, I've done that. Uh, and then he said, and then when I realized that he said, not only did I not understand it, but I didn't even care. He said, I was like, whoa. So, yeah, because I mean, I've, 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 as a man, I've done all of that. So I know that. Yeah. That's yeah, that's true. Cool. We're on time, Kel. Don't hit me with Judge Judy because I want to nutshell what he just said. Really. <laughs> I know we got time. But I think that's the thing that had a lot of men and women kind of, buck, you know, confused and when we were actually hashing this out. She didn't just spring on him all of a sudden how she was not happy with the way that their lives had gone. Throughout and different Mm -hmm. milestones, different situations where he had gone out of his way to build his dream for her under the guise that it was for her, she had told him, that ain't how I'm built. That doesn't impress me. I don't need all that. And he still Mm -hmm. insisted that this was her life. And because it was what Mm -hmm. we think everyone should want, we're all like, how dare she not want that big old house in the lake? She does not want that. Before him, she didn't want that. You know what I mean? So that was, she She was always true, but she, because of love for him, she allowed his dream to take precedence until she couldn't anymore. And I thought that was a huge show. That that was a huge display of love um, on her part. So it, I I wasn't really here for that whole he deserves better how, man, I feel sorry for him being with her. Like, dang, I don't want a wife to act like that. Like, bro, <laughs> like, I really, that one kind of threw me when men were like, I feel sorry for him that he's stuck with a woman like that. Like, that sacrifice the whole 20, you know, like, no. I don't know. That, yeah. I'm glad you said that part, though, because that was what I think a lot of folks miss. Okay, now you can judge duty me. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. That was good. As always, we always have good conversations around the red table. So that one that was good. I appreciate everyone. Um we've been talking about this for more than a week now. So I want to give a collective thank you to everyone who's had comments or conversations surrounding this topic because it helped us have this conversation on this evening. Um, again, this is brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our pri- uh, our priority, but a beautiful you is our specialty. Um, the next song of the night is Keep Smiling by B.A. McKenzie, followed up by Mother's Wisdom with Mother Maybelline. <clears throat> Everything that 
been here for Mother Maybelline before. You are in for a treat. She is about to get our lives completely together. So without further ado, how are you, honey? I'm going to need all of y'all to get your notes of that. I don't know what that song you was just playing, but it's just in my head. Keep on smiling. Wait, wait a minute. Can I get you to play Keep on smiling. Come on, brother. Where you at? <laughs> <laughs>
probably uh, talking about that hot topic tonight. Y'all been doing a great show tonight. Now, listen, we about to get off into mother's wisdom tonight. Now, listen, what we're talking about tonight is you are what you think. We're going to talk about some laws of attraction tonight. Now, I know typically we like to say you are what you eat. That's a good way that we try to motivate people to make sure they're eating the right things. You know, you are eating some hog malls or some pig feed. They say you are what you eat. Tonight I want to challenge you to think about the fact that you actually are what you think. Now, side note, Q, I might need to get some of that. What's that stuff you put on your hair to make it uh, lay down? Because my, my five head is showing, girl, what's about elegance by design? What kind of product is that, girl? <laughs> I, I, I we, need to, we need a consultation later. I'm going to get a consultation. That was a plug right there, elegance by design, y'all. Yeah. Now, look. <laughs>
Oh, I'm just playing, Bishop. I ain't got no medicinal prescription for marijuana now. <laughs> That's not my, that's you, you know, mine. folks will get real touchy. Folks will get real yeah. touchy. Somebody be watching me right now smoking a blunt, but judge me because I said something about the medical marijuana because I'm an old lady. See? <laughs> <laughs> but my cataracts is bad. If I ever did it, it was only for my cataracts. If I ever did, it was for my cataracts. Okay, mm-hmm. back on time. <laughs> now, look here now. Yeah, you all right now. Now, look here now. You are what you think. Thinking about that example of somebody that's on American Idol that believes they are what they think, we got to realize it's the same thing for us. We are what we believe that we are. And guess what? Think about attraction. You want to attract exactly what you think you are. So a lot of times we walk around and we think in certain, uh, what's that saying? Perception is reality. Well, I tell you what. Perception is reality, but the only problem is we all have our own perception. So ten of us Mm -hmm. can see the very same thing and see something totally different out of that one thing because our perception is reality. So sometimes you may be perceiving that you are flying high. You you, you may be perceiving I'm, I'm doing the very, very best I can and you're thinking you're on a level not realizing where you might be falling short because you're not pruning out some of your weaknesses and some of the things that are keeping you from going to a stronger point. So at some point, we got to realize we are what we think. So first of all, to be successful, it's going to start in your mind. Y'all realize how little we try to protect our minds? Think about that. We take in all kind of junk. Now, we'll protect our blood pressure. We'll protect our diabetes. You may not eat as many Twinkies tonight as you normally would because you want the sugar to be low when you go to that doctor appointment in the morning. Y'all know what I'm talking about? But you'll do those things to protect your body. But I wonder why we don't take care to protect our mind. Because that's where everything stems from. Y'all ever seen that? uh, What's that? uh, Y'all might be too young. Y'all remember that Chia Pet? Y'all know what a Chia Pet is? (laughs) Well, that's a blast from the past, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that Chia Pet that thing where you could you could pull the stuff out and and uh uh what was it a plant, y'all? My mind, you know I'm old now. My old time is kicking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if I, I can it. remember if it was I think it was artificial, and you could pull it out, and you could and you could prune it. And, 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 and pulling that chia pet out, you know, it's the same thing when we're working on who we are as a person. We got to pull out these things in our mind. It's artificial that we're thinking is real and not understanding why we may not be getting further ahead in what we're doing in our lives. But it may be uh-huh. because, now just the opposite, there's somebody that's sitting on some great potential, great talents and gifts and abilities but you will beat yourself down mentally, and you don't believe you're worth it. You don't believe you can do it because you have mentally defeated yourself. Why are we not protecting our mind? We should have a helmet. Now, I ain't talking about no helmet like the helmet you put on when you ride a bike. I mean metaphorically. We should have something that is shielding all that negativity. Mm-hmm. We, we should have something that's an automatic reflex. 
the same way you go to the gym and you do jumping jacks and crunches and, and everything else, how about we practice that muscle in our mind that will protect us from madness, mm-hmm. protect us from chaos, from disarray, from negativity, or if y'all young folks like to say from the demons. All that stuff that comes knocking at your mind, why are you protecting everything else but you won't protect your noggin? And somebody might say, well, mother, how do I protect myself? I got a 22, I got a 9 millimeter. I don't need no violent kind of protection. <laughs> I don't mean like down at the gun range, put your bulletproof on 50 cent type. What I'm talking about is protection in a way of Maneuvering yourself around those things that prevent you from being able to grow and keeping your mind from blossoming. Because after all, you are what you think. So when you find yourself attracting people in your circles or even in your relationships that seem like they're a mess, you might need to gather your thoughts and figure out, are you the mess if that's the kind of people you keep attracting? You are what you think. When you think enough of yourself and when you think highly of yourself and when you truly love yourself, you will think enough to make decisions that will promote positivity and growth in your life. And not only, I'm about to wrap up, not only will you promote positivity in your own life, you won't let it spill over to somebody else's life when your mind is right. You are what you think. So what do you think you are? Do you think you're a thug, a hooligan? Do you think you're a Jezebel? Do you think you're a liar or a backbiter? Or do you think you are a king or a queen? Do you think you are royalty? Do you think you are cool, calm, and collected in any given situation? Do you believe you're a conqueror? What do you think? It's all going to start in your mind. You are not, you don't, you are, what do they say? You, you are what you eat. No, baby, you are what you think. And I want everybody to listen tonight to think a little bit more of themselves and do better. They say when you know better, you do better. Stop saying it unless you're going to apply it. Hit that share button. Y'all know I love y'all. I'm going to wrap up. I ain't going to run over on y'all tonight so y'all have more than two and a half minutes to say your goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I love y'all. You are what you think. I think the three of you are marvelous, and I hope you think the same thing about yourself. I'll catch you next time. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Go ahead. We'll go ahead and wrap this show up. I'm trying to finish typing my my notes. Um, Kels, you first. Um, I had a good time, like always. Uh, let's see, anything I have coming up? Not at the moment. Um, shout out to the um, event on Saturday. We had a good time at the fall into fashion shopping and extravaganza and fashion show. It was a blast. Um, Stay on the lookout for Kirby Hidden. We got some got some good things coming, some good sales coming for you know your holiday shopping. And yeah. as always, be productive the rest of this week. Good night. See you yeah. next Tuesday. Um, um, let's see. I like Elvin gearing up for the holiday season. I've actually got some really cool collabs and things like that. In the midst, I'm working on some new products, so it's all kinds of good stuff coming for Elegance by Design. So definitely stay tuned. If you have not liked the Facebook page, please go and do that. It's Elegance 
by Design, D-E-Z-I-G-N, here on Facebook. <clears throat> and there, there's a link where you can become a Design Diva, and that will get you on my mailing list. On the mailing list, you will never miss a sale. You will never miss a new product. You will stay in the loop. So I'll add me there, and have a beautiful, beautiful week. Enjoy yourself. All right, good show tonight. Great conversation as always. Thank you to Kells and Q. Thank you to everybody who, uh, to Mother Maybelline. Thank you to everybody who's on our lives, who's on my phone. Uh, we appreciate you very, very much. Um, I can't stress that enough. Um, let's see, upcoming things that we've got coming up is upcoming things that come up. That's good grammar. Anyway, um, the word for Wednesday um, will be. <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow, um, so make sure you tune in at 7 o'clock for the Word on Wednesday. Um, with Pastor Burns' 30-minute Bible study that is good. He's still in his um, series on the um, Corinthians, on the book of Corinthians. So tune in. It's only week two, so you can – week three, excuse me, so you can definitely catch up with that. As I talked about earlier, the Level Up Conference, we are still uh, taking registration. There are only 300 seats, y'all, so when the 300 going – it's done. So not only are we are we taking registrants for the conference, but we are also looking for vendors. So you can also go to the website and get your vendor packet um, and fill that out. Um, and email. all the instructions are on there. But we will have a vendor room that's open not just for our conference attendees, but it will be open for the public. So if you are someone who uh, wants to get your products out there, your service out there, then please check that out. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can see Q. Um, who is our vendor coordinator. Her information is on the vendor packet. So go to the website. When you click on the registration tag, it will give you uh, the registration tag, plus it'll, if you scroll down, it will give you the vendor packet and the speaker packet all on the same page. Um, so you can find that information there. Um, this Thursday we will not have a Level Up Live, um, so you don't have to So, – but we'll be back next week. Next week's Level Up Live, I'll be interviewing uh, Marshall Thomas. Marshall Thomas has had, is a um, in the finance arena, and what? And excuse me, he's in the uh, auto finance arena. So what he's going to talk to us about um, are some best practices, some things that, some insider information on what goes down when you go to buy a car um, and how to make that experience better. I, I don't know anybody who enjoys buying car, the car buying experience, um, but. Uh, Marshall's going to give us some feedback on that. So next, not this Thursday, but next Thursday we'll be back for that. Um, so you can tune in and you'll hear more about that. Um, Thanksgiving feed. So we started last year, we did our Thanksgiving feed where each of our cities, um, we try to feed at least one family. Um, so far, Oklahoma City, you guys um, are starting to get some donations. Um, but mm -hmm. we, we need everybody, Chicago, um, we're starting to get some donations, but we really need um, your help. So if you want to donate food, food directly to whom, to the person in your city who's handling that, then um, you can either contact myself or go to the Global Drive page, and there is an um, event for the Thanksgiving feed. In the event, you can tell us what city you want or find the person who's doing your city and drop-off information will, is there. Um, but we want to, again, last year we showed out. And so I want to at least – I want to do better this year than we did last year. So I need your help. If you want to give money, you can just directly donate the money to us by sending it PayPal to globaldriveradio at gmail.com. 100% um, of your donation 
minus the whatever fee PayPal takes out, um, goes mm-hmm. directly to the family. So we make zero money from this. Everything that you give minus the money that pay that PayPal takes out goes directly to the family. Um, so you know, again, this is a great cause. If you can get five dollars, that's great. You can get five thousand dollars. That's even that's great too. Whatever you can do, mm-hmm. we would definitely appreciate it. But we want to be, um, we want to give back to you know to families who during this time of season, this is a, a hard season for them. Um, so again, the only thing I ask is if you're going to do PayPal, please put the city that you want it to go to. So if you wanted to go to Oklahoma City. In the comments for Oklahoma City. So we do Oklahoma City, we do Tulsa, we do Chicago, um, we do Dallas and Houston. Am I forgetting anybody? No, I think, I think, I I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. And so, as we, and to answer another question, people are like, why are those only cities you do? Because that's where the bulk of our listeners are. If we have, you know, a bulk of listeners in another state, city, that one that we can support, we definitely will do it. Um, but those are the places where we know where people, um, a lot of our listeners live. So that's why we do those cities. Um, if you haven't gotten your, your copy of Nouveau Exposure, do that. If you're looking at my live, you're saying, I got on a Nouveau Exposure shirt. You can, when you go to the website, NouveauExposure.org, you'll get to see um, they have a, a store in there with different kinds of shirts, like the one I have on today. You can definitely support them. Um, by getting one of the first and last definitely not least, we're always looking for music. So if you are an independent artist, send us your music, and we'll definitely play it. Send it to globaldriveradio at gmail.com, and we will play your music. So other than that, have a good night. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, we appreciate the conversation as always continue. I think if you if we try to accomplish anything tonight, it is that if you have even in disagreement, there's possibility through good communication, through having love for one another, through working through whatever the difficulty is, there's opportunities for us to continue to love one another, to, uh, to work together, and to accomplish whatever it is that we need to accomplish in life. So let's try to do that. Let's try to get better in every relationship that we have. You don't even want to love. Then tell me why you're in love. You could just give in, I should just be in love while you're standing here. First you say you're with me, and then you try to diss me. So I try to keep it low when you knock me to the floor, cause I don't wanna cry in tears. Would you believe this love is forever, girl? And would you take this long, sweet road and pull it together? This is good.